five, four, three, two. Give me a mic test real quick. Mic test. Oh, no, we're not picking you up. Put that leg over there. Put that, wait, wait, put that leg. You know what? We're getting busy. Stop, <laughs> stop be sounding like the Kama Sutra okay. around this. Mic test. Put your lips on it. No. Ooh. Put that <laughs> leg right. over there. So Turn it around. I'm from Virginia. I'm a lover. What <laughs> no, obviously not. I tell legal lies. I tell legal lies. 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 Legal Black lies. Boy, I tell legal lies. And legal lies. And legal lies. And legal lies. on drugs. And on drugs. And legal lies. Welcome back to another episode of Black Law and Legal lies where i'm always focusing on the law and other people like to focus on the lies i am here with my co-hosts who are yeah he's stupid and afro becky yeah and it's me just ann and today my mic ain't on <laughs> stop it oh there you go <laughs> stupid. as you can see i think I'm Dan. Dan just took another dose. <laughs> oh, so, Lord. um, yeah, you can yeah. follow us at Black Law Podcast on Twitter, or you can email us at blacklawpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me personally. Don't follow at him. I am Dan on drugs. Because he's you don't drugged know where out. You're gonna go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and me at I Tell Legalize. And today, we are going to talk about something that's near and dear to Dan's heart. All day long i got jungle fever ain't that right afro becky you better not no but it's good because you got a little uh jungle in the rumble she do got a jungle you got a little there. milk hey in what? the in the honey she got a jungle yeah oh wait it's not hun- no damn what, what the hell you? be going on i don't know i know she got a jungle but now what we talking about what we, wait what we talking wait, about i don't know I, I look, some just went far left. It, sidebar. You ain't been to that uh, man, Brazilian wax man, place in looks, a minute. Man, I, I didn't want to. That mm, is mm. true. Anyway, so yes, we are going to be talking about interracial dating and marriages. I know y'all like this subject, right? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. That, this, this is a very emotional topic for some people, I understand. I'm not one of those people. Oh, no. I believe. You love who you love when you love Man, them. Stop. Sometimes, Why you be lying, though? Sometimes you might love them for five minutes, ten minutes, and then you love them when you see them again. But. Nah. No, but it is. It is a it is a very divisive subject. Divisive. Divisive. It's divisive. Divisive. Man. You say tomato. I say tomato. You say potato. I say potato. And mm-hmm. we never get along. I've never heard you say potato. No. All right. So. Anyway. Um, yeah. Jungle fever, right? I was very surprised to know that up until the 60s, black people couldn't marry white people in 16 states. I was surprised. I didn't know that. Wait, where have you been? I wasn't alive in the 60s. Okay, that means nothing. I wasn't alive in the 60s either, but I knew this. I find it surprising that it was only 16 states. Actually, it it was more than that, but several states got rid of 
their uh Michigan laws. Oh uh-huh. my gosh. The anti Michigan laws. He even practiced this. I mean I know. He he practiced a lot <laughs> to right. get this wrong. <laughs> nah, but that really did surprise me. I I I knew about Loving versus Virginia. I just did not realize that was in the sixties. I thought that shit was like in the early nineteen hundreds. So Speaking of loving versus Virginia. Now, you know, they say Virginia's for what? Lovers. Shit. Virginia had no love for love, at least not black love when it was mixed with white love. Or any other love. All right. So, yeah. In 1958, the popo kicked in the dough, waving the fofo, <laughs> and all Richard and Mildred loving her was love don't live here no more. Wait, you know what? Literally. Nobody that was dope. understood Bars. what the shit you just said. Bars. But anyway, whatever. What he was talking about was the couple of Richard and Mildred Loving, who back in 1958 were married. They actually are married in D.C., and but they were from Virginia. And they came home to live. And in living their life interracially... The cup, the popo kicked in the door, <laughs> waving the fofo, and all you heard was love don't live here no more. And that's absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. So in Dan's vernacular. That's Biggie, actually. <laughs> what happened was on a tip, the cops came in, broke down the door in the middle of the night. Hoping to catch them having sex. sex because that was against no, the law. No, actually, it was early in the morning. It was was like four o'clock in the morning. Who the the fuck back in 1958 having sex at four o'clock in the morning? Anytime. They could get it. Man, them lovings were some freaks. (laughs) But they weren't, though. That's the thing. They were asleep. Like most (laughs) niggas would be asleep. (laughs) They they were not caught in the act of sex. They were actually sleeping. But the very fact that they were married because Mrs. Loving pulled out their marriage situation. No, Mr. Loving pulled out. Some shut up. They wasn't doing it. Oh, okay. She pointed out. Okay, I thought someone pulled out. Okay. (laughs) Their marriage license where they had it framed on the wall. Yes, they did. Because they was actually very proud of that. And the Popo said, Oh, now y'all going to jail for real. That shit don't matter around (laughs) these parts. Around these parts. You colors can't marry none of our good old white power people. Mm-mm. They were subsequently arrested. They were convicted. No, they didn't. They weren't convicted. They pled guilty right. to um, cohabitating as man and wife against the peace and dignity of the Commonwealth. Was the that, peace and dignity. That sounds like a bunch of BS. You heard it. The peace and dignity. Because it was within the commonwealth's power to regulate what happens in their state mm. let's get to the bottom but of like, this this didn't happen in their state they got married no, elsewhere but, but they, were they living don't in have their to state. recognize it they can say get that shit the fuck out of here which um, is basically what they did what was the all right so this term threw me off racial integrity act right that threw me off i've never heard that before right. so racial purity that is basically, that's the base. That's the bottom line. And that's what they were all about. They were not about mixing of races. But if you think about the history of the United States, race mixing everywhere. I mean, our founding fathers 
have little black babies. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like presidents of these United States back in the day, slave owners had little black Thomas Jefferson, little black children's oh, running yeah. around. Sex was illegal too. So, all right. Tell me, what was the Racial Integrity Act? Well, Virginia's Racial Integrity Act of 1924. It was to maintain racial purity is what that act was all about. So basically it was saying black people can't marry white people and vice versa. Basically, that was it. It's like no, no, and no. You couldn't marry them. You couldn't date them. You couldn't procreate with them. Don't do nothing. Don't look at them. I mean, think about Emmett Till. That dude died for looking at a white woman. So you can't do none of that. all of a sudden, in 1924, they decided to put this on the books when it's been happening for hundreds of years prior to that? Yeah, well, see, this is is where, you know, you look up and you go, hold up, we need to make sure that this lily white state stays Stays lily white. white. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so So. I'm just going to assume... That the Racial Integrity Act uh, explicitly specified that um, the interracial marriage, dating, sex, uh, even traveling together Together. Mm -hmm. were all illegal. Mm -hmm. So the Lovings, they did. They were convicted uh, based on the anonymous tip to the local police. Home was raided um, on January 6th. 1959, the Lovings pled guilty to cohabiting as man and wife against the peace and dignity yeah, of the get Commonwealth. get to the sentencing, because this was real stupid. They were sentenced to one year in prison, with the sentence being suspended on a condition that they leave the state of Virginia and don't bring y'all asses back for 25 years. 20, 25, so... How random is that? I know. Like, you know, it's like, wait, y'all, shit, y'all back, leave and don't come back for 25 years. Back then, that was probably the dude's life expectancy because yeah. he died in like 1975. But that was because somebody hit their car. It was a car accident. So, but Oh, still, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Come I mean, on. he does have a point about life expectancy. And then another thing is, what if they got a divorce within that, you know... Well, actually, people stayed married no, for a actually, long time. No, actually, I'm sorry to interrupt, but they could come back to the state. They could not come back together. As, right. They couldn't come back so as man and wife they together. were arrested uh, one time for traveling to see Mildred's family. Right. That was after the fact. Yeah. Yep. Individually, they could come back to Virginia, mm-hmm. just not together. So after many failed attempts at vacating the sentence, the Lovings, with the help of the ACLU lawyers, had their case heard before a bunch of courts before reaching the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh-huh. The Supreme Court ruled that the anti-miscegenation, y'all like that, don't you? Give me my props. Whatever. Uh, the anti-miscegenation laws were in violation of the Constitution's 14th Amendment, uh-huh. and that is equal the Equal Protection Clause. Uh-huh. This ruling invalidated the anti-miscegeny laws in 16 uh-huh. states, um, Alabama, Arkansas, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana, Missouri, Missouri, Mississippi, Mm -hmm. North Carolina, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, and their loving cousins. West Virginia. 
Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This also, this case also paved the way for same-sex marriage. It was... Not that it paved the way, but... Used it, as a precedent. Yeah, they actually mentioned it when the Supreme Court made same-sex marriages the, the rule of the land. All right, so we got we got questions that we want people to answer, right? There's a set of questions that we came up with, and when we say we, I came up with, that we are going to ask the same eight questions to multiple individuals. And what we want to do is kind of compare their answers in, in regards to interracial relationships. Becky, when you hear the term racial integrity, what comes to mind? Keeping the races different, basically pure in a sense. White people stay white. Black people stay black. There's no mixing. When you hear the word interracial, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Mixing. <laughs> this girl trying to bake a cake. <laughs> All right. Um, do you agree with interracial dating or relationships? Why or why not? I do agree with them. And I believe you should love who you want to love. Okay. If one party is multiracial, does that change your belief? No. Have you ever been in an interracial relationship? I have. Was the experience noticeably different than being in a relationship with someone of the same race? I would say noticeably is a hard word for me because um, every relationship is different. Um, But one thing that I did have to do differently was explain a couple things that I think I wouldn't have had to explain had this person been of the same race. Do you think that people dating outside of their race would benefit by expanding their cultural understanding and fluency? Or do you think it would have the opposite effect? Example, uh, black folks trying to be less ethnic. I think that all depends on the person and their character. Um, I think they can take an interracial relationship as a learning experience and expand their cultural awareness, which I think um, will help break down any, well, not break down, but break down barriers um, or prejudices that they may have, or they can teach others in their community um, that, or may shed some light on the race that they're dating uh, and by introducing that person to their community. So um, just getting to know people would be, uh, I think, a beneficial thing. Um, do I think it could have an opposite effect? Potentially. But like I said, it depends on the, the person. If you were to bring someone from another race home, what would your family's reaction be? Would there be whispers? If so, what would they be? So my parents would be accepting. My grandparents, uh, they would probably be accepting to my face, but then there would be whispers. What would the whispers be? Probably something negative. Uh, probably um, something like, what is she doing with that person? Why can't she be with a person of the same race? You know, those kind of whispers or questions or you know, maybe she thinks that uh, her own race isn't good enough for her or things, you know, of that nature. So what would your reaction be if your son or daughter bought home someone of another race? I don't think I'd really have a reaction. It's going to be the person 
if they are respectful, if they are kind, if they treat me with respect. Um, I, I think it's going to be based on their character and not their race. And what do you think about black folks being called sellouts pretty much when they date outside of their race? Uh, I think in a way that's prejudice and speaking to uh, in what do you call it? Our discussion, um, racial integrity. <laughs> OK. Any other thoughts? Uh, not at this time. And what? when you hear the term racial integrity, what comes to mind? White power. When you hear the word interracial, what comes to mind? Zebras. Do you agree with interracial dating or relationships? Why or why not? Back in the day when I was not as enlightened as I am now, I had a big problem with interracial dating to the point where it and, you know, I think for the most part, it was a function of my environment because I had a father who was very pro-black and he worked in an environment that was mostly Caucasian people and Caucasian people were his supervisors. So he did not have a lot of flattering things to say about white folk. So growing up, I heard a lot of things and in my neighborhood, I did not live in a very racially diverse neighborhood. So I lived in a neighborhood and I went to school in a school where black people in the neighborhood, black people in my school, my dad had white bosses who he didn't particularly care for. So he said very derogatory things. So I grew up and it was like, well, damn, the white devil is real. I didn't really start interacting with people of other races until I hit college for the most part. You know, you know, it's not like I never saw white people. I did, but I didn't interact with them regularly enough to form an opinion for myself. So basically I took the opinion that my father had. So picture my first semester at LSU. Of course, this is a predominantly white school and I'm walking around with a group of people and I would see black guys and these white girls and my friends and I, we'd be like, we'd say all kinds of things. Like we would literally walk behind these people and say things, stuff like white cave bitch. You know, we, we'd be set straight up, you know, six o'clock straight up and down. We'd say like awful things. And then it was like, because that wasn't a thing to do. You know, why? It, it was always, why would you choose to be with somebody that was not like you, who did not have the experiences that you had? But as you evolve and as you form opinions for yourself, then you realize that prejudice is a real thing on both sides of, on actually on all sides, because we walk around with preconceived notions about people. And I was, I was a person who had preconceived notions about a lot of people, but until I woke up and I realized that people can't give me my opinions, I have to form my own. Now, I see nothing wrong because it's not about a race. It's about a person. Now, going back to when you were anti-white, when you was hot calling white girls cave bitches. <laughs> 
six o'clock yeah. straight up so and down. What back then? What would your view have been on a multicultural person dating someone that was not of either one of? Their oh, cultures? back then I I probably still would I would have been like a lot of people calling me a sellout. Like what? You don't love yourself enough to date within the race that you are. So either one. So they can go. Yeah. Okay. It's like. So have you ever been in an interracial relationship? I have not. Would you pursue a Caucasian person or not? Is is your. If I was attracted to this person, mm-hmm. would I pursue this person? Mm-hmm. Of course. Do you think. That people dating outside of their race would benefit by expanding their cultural understanding and fluency? Or do you think it would have an opposite effect? Example, uh, Asian trying to be less ethnic. Okay, so what you're asking, I think, is whether or not it would increase their understanding of somebody else's race and not force them to assimilate. So that is a slippery slope because there are some people who, first of all, yes, I think you should go out and date, marry, procreate with whomever is attracted, attractive to you. And no, I do not believe that you should assimilate into that person's culture because you are you. So you bring unique things into the mix of your relationship, but you do find a lot of people when they start dating outside of their culture or outside of their race, they do try to assimilate. They do try to be like the people that they are dating. And that to me is, if that is happening, that's wrong. What do you think about black folks being called sellouts who date outside of their race? And let's say they assimilate. See, all right. So that whole assimilation thing is what I have a problem with, which I expressed just seconds ago. Don't do it. Because why should I pretend to be you? Or why should I act like you? Because me being me was enough to attract you to me. That's why that's why we're together. Because I wasn't I was not acting like you when I met you and started dating you. So why change who you are? But for the most part, I think that when people change or they try to assimilate, it's not so much for the person that they're with, they're for the people that surround them. You know, if I'm dating a Caucasian man and I meet the parents, I'm going to try to make them comfortable with me. So I'm going to act as much like them as I can. That's the thinking. But that's not me personally. See, because and Yana got to be in Yana. I'm sorry. So I'm going to walk in there just being me. And whether they like me or not, because like I said, the me that I was when you met me is what attracted you. So why change the things that I do. And last question. If you were to bring someone home of another race, what do you think your family's reaction would be? Do you think there would be any whispers? If so, so, what would the whispers be? So these days, as far as my dad is concerned, I'm more than sure that his eyes would be very wide. Like, what the hell is she doing? And I would hazard to guess that um, there would be several other family members who would be like, 
hmm. And they wouldn't whisper behind the back. <laughs> you know, I have some very outspoken people in my family and it'd be like, man, what the hell are you doing with him? Like, what's the, whatever, whatever. And, but there are some who would be very polite, but they would literally be chomping at the bit, waiting to get me either alone or on the phone. Like, girl, what you doing? Like, you, you know, just asking, just trying to see where my head at. My head is basically because they know me, you know, and I don't know anybody who knows me that can see me dating someone other than another black person. So it's like, it would be a shock for them to see me with anybody else. All right, Dan, when you hear the term racial integrity, what comes to mind? Sterilization. Hmm. I'll tell you why afterwards. When you hear the word interracial, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Beautiful. <laughs> Do you? I'll tell you why afterwards. <laughs> Do you agree with interracial dating or relationships? Why or why not? Yes, I do. Why do I agree with it? One, uh, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for one. Two, it doesn't matter if you people have types. Let's just set aside the whole love is love is love thing. People have types. Some people prefer specific types of men or women. Why should you limit yourself to to stay within one particular race, especially if that race doesn't they don't attract you. So just whoever the hell you like, date them. I'm all for it. I'm with it. If one party is multiracial, does that change anything? That's going back to beautiful. I think multiracial people are some of the most beautiful people in the world. And I'm not just speaking about myself. Multiracial people are just awesome. And I just wanted to throw that in there, but that doesn't change anything. They should be able to date who they want, where they want, when they want, how they want. Uh, have you ever been in an interracial relationship? Hmm. This technically, yes, because I'm multiracial. Technically. So um, any relationship you've been in? Is <laughs> every relationship I've been in has been a interracial. <laughs> but um, I have never dated outside of African-American women. I still love my black women. Wait, what just happened? If yes... Is or was the experience noticeably different than a relationship with someone of the same race? The, the answer was no. If no, <laughs> is it by choice? Um, it's I want to say it's not by choice. I don't choose to specifically date black women. I just love black women. So it, it's not that it's a it's that I just choose to only date them. I just love them so much that. <laughs> That that's, you know, naturally who I'm attracted to. Do you think people dating outside of their race would benefit by expanding their cultural understanding and fluency? Or do you think it have an opposite effect, such as black folks trying to be less ethnic? It depends. It depends. Um, yes, you can benefit greatly from learning other people's cultures. However, I don't think you need to be in a relationship with someone in order to do so. I can have Asian friends that we're not dating. I can have white friends we're not dating. I can have African friends we're not dating. And I can still benefit from learning their culture. I, we don't need to be in a romantic relationship for us to um to, to exchange cultural uh, 
information or for me to step my fluency game up. Do I think it would hurt as far as someone trying to pander or act uh, a black person act not as ethnic? I think in certain situations you would have that uh, that would be an element like, say, black man, white woman. Thanksgiving's at the white woman's house. Black man's like, who the fuck threw raisins in this potato salad? Like, you know, stuff like that. Uh, But he going to eat it and say, "Mmm, this is some of the best potato salad I ever had. Ooh, can you give me a recipe so I can know never to make that shit? So I, I do think that at, in some instances, there comes a time when in an interracial relationship, you do stop being as ethnic or stop. What's the word? And use a, they you assimilate. If you were to bring someone from another race home, let me specify. If you were <laughs> to bring someone from a race that you're not made up of home, what would your family's reaction be? Would there be whispers? If so, what would they be? There would be whispers. Now, uh, again, it depends on which side of the family, but I'm going <laughs> to use my black family. Okay. There would be whispers. The whispers would be, uh, I wonder how much she make. I bet you she taking care of him. I bet you he ain't got to work no more because uh, all white people are rich, according to my family. Um, But there would be... Actually, majority of my family are in interracial relationships, so it wouldn't be anything new, anything out of the ordinary. So to answer the question, honestly, no, there would be no whispers. What would your reaction be if your son or daughter brought home someone of another race? Give me a race. Huh? Asian. Fuck yeah, you go, boy. That's my son. Why I gotta be a boy? It's my son. He thinks he's only having kids, uh, sons. Mm. Uh, what do you think about black folks being so-called sellouts? What do I think about them being called sellouts for dating someone outside of their race? I think that that is detrimental. That's that's some shit you probably hear from the same people who call people like Donald Glover a uh, coon. He a coon. Um, what's it do? Michael B. Jordan. He a coon. He a sellout. Nate Parker. He a sellout. Cool like, good. Cool, but good. Man, nigga ain't black. Seal. <laughs> um, Seal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, fuck y'all, man. How does how does any of these people's relationship affect you personally? It doesn't. So mind your damn business. Who cares who's dating who? He ain't dating you. Your ass sound like you're a little salty about that shit. Can I go back to your responses about racial integrity and the word interracial? Because you said that you would explain that. Wow. Okay, I'll add that to my any other thoughts. Yes, that's what I meant for that. Racial integrity. The reason why I think sterilization is prior to this episode, I was reading through Virginia's um, the statutes for the Racial Racial Integrity Integrity Act. Act. Mm -hmm. And one of the one of the acts in that was to sterilize black men and women who were of state's custody. So they wanted to make sure these people would not reproduce. And Virginia actually had a problem with that up until like the 80s. They were sterilizing people, basically hysterectomies, vasectomies. Uh We don't want y'all to reproduce. And we actually need to do an entire episode about that because that was fucked up. But that's why I think sterilization. Had you asked me before reading that, I would have probably agreed with racial integrity instead of white power. Like Ann said, I would have said black power. All right. And what about the word interracial? 
interracial. Beautiful. I am interracial. Wait. And you ugly. I'm U-G-L-Y. biracial. Well, that's interracial. Yeah, I think in interracial couples, their children are beautiful. Every, I don't care. Everybody's which, child is beautiful. To them. I don't <laughs> care what you're mixed with. I've seen some mu- beautiful people mixed with black and white, mixed with Hispanic and Asian, mixed with Hawaiian and these nuts. Like, no matter what you mix them with, they just, they're some of the most beautiful people. And Sometimes people you don't have to be interracial i, I to don't be beautiful. i don't believe all people are beautiful all people, well all interracial people are not beautiful in my eyes nah. they are Mm-mm. so now let me let me also touch on this real quick is for a while i did have a problem with interracial dating much like Anne back in her younger days in my younger days i did too and it was for a few reasons one as a biracial child in an all-black neighborhood with a white mother man that shit was rough in the 80s and early 90s. Yeah, because, you know, light-skinned brothers ain't never been in. It ain't even about that. It's <laughs> like a lot of the shit. So my father was an absentee father. My mother raised me. My mother's a white woman. She doesn't know how to raise a black man. I don't think any white parent knows how to raise a black man or a woman. We ain't had an internet. We ain't had handbooks back then. So there was a lot of struggles and identity struggles that... I went through growing up as far as being biracial mixed. The test we used to take in school, right? You would have to fill in the bubble for your mm-hmm. race. Black, mm-hmm. white, Hispanic. They had other. No, they didn't have other for us. It was black, white, or of Hispanic or Asian descent. We didn't have other. Mm, interesting. So I remember in fifth grade, I had to raise my hand and ask my teacher, Mr. Brown, at Core Kelly Magnet School, what color am I? And Mr. Brown looked at me. He was a black man. He said, um... If you have a drop what of drop? black blood in you, you are black. You are black. So always circle black. And I was going to bring that up. I'm glad you said that. So there, there was a lot of other, you know, kids making fun of you, kids not understanding. And then me not understanding some of the black culture that I was growing up in and around. Didn't under understand this shit because I wasn't getting it. Now, I did reconnect with my family later. And I was able to live the black experience, so to speak, from there on. Wish I hadn't, but hey, whatever. Stop it. So let's get some more people in on this. I'm going to ask the same questions and let's let's see what other people's answers are. Wait, can we go back to that whole um, one drop thing? The one drop rule. Right. So Plessy versus Ver- Ferguson. One drop. Why are you just throwing Plessy versus Ferguson out there? Why? Just uh, just because because you like to do that? No, what what is interesting about the one drop rule, that is an affectation that is only prevalent in the black community. Because if you have a drop of Hispanic blood, you're not Hispanic. If you have a drop of Asian blood, you're not Asian. You get where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. That is this is only something that the United States, just like I said, an affectation that actually was kind of legalized back in the day. And and still up until, true story, up until 1983, I think it was, in the state of Louisiana. State of Louisiana had codified a law that actually, codified. meaning they put it in the code, they put it in the law. Codified, okay. You know what? Shut up. A 
in in Louisiana law, that was a formula for determining whether or not you were black what? in the eyes of the law. And that what? that law was just overturned in 1983. So that's 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 how far that's just how far these things go. Let me piggyback off of that too. Now I was born in the eighties around right around that time, right? I looked at it after reading this whole loving case. Like that was like blacks couldn't marry whites twenty five years before I was born. Mm -hmm. I was born in the early Mm eighties, eighty two to be exact. Mm -hmm. I'm like, damn we really ain't that far. Right. But what I did want to piggyback off of, too, is the acceptance. Let me tell you about being biracial. Black people, black families will accept you as one of their own. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. And you can have 18 drops of this, 20 mm-hmm. drops of that. A black family will actually take in a fully Hispanic child and say you are one of ours. Right. White families will not accept me as being white. And I'm literally... 50% white. I don't know like how the percentages really break down, but I'm half white, half black. White families, white people would not accept me. And there was actually a woman that you know when we told her that my heritage is Irish. And she said, you are lying. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as black Irish, Irish. people. <laughs> That's right. Who said I was black. So, yeah. But anyway, let's get some more people in on this discussion and... Ask the same questions. We also will be hearing from CJ of the Awakened Soul Pod, Model Lee from Ian e Friends Podcast, and the great Jaden from the Unapologetic Pod. And we're going to get some ands peoples up on this piece. We are joined by a former guest, current guest, and probably going to be a future guest. Nikki, 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 Nikki. Nikki. Oh, my not Nicki so Minaj. I'm on, so I'm on a payroll now? Yep. You get paid as much as we do. So, uh, Nikki, we have a few questions that I'm going to ask you, and we're asking the same exact questions to multiple people, and we just want to hear how the answers differ, if at all. Question one. When you hear the term racial integrity, what comes to mind? Nothing. When you hear the word interracial, What's the first thing that comes to mind? Crazy. Do you agree with interracial dating or relationships? Why or why not? Wait, did you just um, say I, no? I did it. I did it quickly before he even finished the question. I do not believe in interracial relationships. Did I say that properly? Yes. And why is that? Okay, cool. Because I think that, see, let me let me go back. I, I've been on this spiritual journey, um, self-healing getting to know who I truly am. And history has shown us that certain people just aren't to be trusted. Okay. And certain people, when we say that, we're talking the Anglo-Saxons, right? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I just don't, I just don't trust them. I, I just think that we are the chosen people and we should procreate and try to make our generation strong. Because somewhere down the line, we have been conditioned to believe that we are not. So that's just my belief. If one party is multiracial, does that change anything? So say a mixed person, black and white, is dating a white woman. Would that change your view? It wouldn't change my view of them because I'm not going to judge that person. But it wouldn't make me 
try to understand why that person doesn't feel that their particular dominant culture is not suffice for them to find that particular mate. So wait, so what if they're 50-50 though? There's no such thing as 50-50. You either you are or you aren't. That's that's the bottom line. Have you ever been in an interracial relationship? No, I will. I have not and I will not. Okay, so it's by choice. So yeah. do you think that dating outside of your race, you could benefit by expanding your cultural understanding and fluency? Or do you think it would have the opposite effect? Um, As far as uh, cultural experiences, I don't find no other culture fascinating but my own. Because I feel that my culture is of all cultures. So if you know my culture, you know all cultures. Because if you pay attention to society, we are mimicked. Mm. So I don't care about another culture that makes sense to you. Okay. Um, If you were to bring someone from another race home, say to meet the family, what would your family's reaction be? Would there be whispers? And if so, what would the whispers be? If I ever chose to do something that I wanted to do, I would not care of the opinion of others. Mm -hmm. But, But to answer your question... I don't think that my family would treat that person differently. What they do behind my back is, I don't know, because it's behind my back. Gotcha. And but, but they wouldn't do, they wouldn't say anything to my face and differently. I don't think so. So what what do you think about black folks? Now I'm going to throw a couple names out here. Donald Glover, uh, Tay Diggs, uh, Nate Parker, who date white women and they get called sellouts. How do you feel about that? I feel that's their business and in due time they will see why they are being called by those names okay and the last question is any other thoughts <laughs> um i think that we as a people need to really search who we truly are we need to understand how powerful we are and um we need to learn that we are not the inferior i think we need to learn that we are definitely superior Amen. until that time comes we will always be looked upon as a generation or a culture that has no significance. One of the things I do want to uh, echo, too, is you saying that black culture is all culture. I actually agree with that 100 percent because the first humans on this earth were our ancestors and they were of African descent. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that um, statement. Thank you, Nikki, for sharing your opinion. And trust me, I will keep them white devils away. Oh, my goodness. Good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have a good one. While we get our next caller on the line, we're going to hear from our highly regarded family members of the Pottern family. Uh, We're going to start with Model E of the Ian Friends podcast. Shout out. You can follow her on Twitter at Erica Jones with a Z. That's E-R-I-C-A-J-O-N-E-Z. When you hear the term racial integrity, what comes to mind? First, let's define a couple things. Race. Race is a grouping of humans based on shared physical or social qualities into categories generally viewed as distinct by society. Integrity is the state of being whole and undivided. So racial integrity is an attempt to prevent the mixing of races and preserve. When you hear the word interracial, what is the first thing that comes to mind? I think of a black and white couple. 
Do you agree with interracial dating and relationships? I'm okay with interracial dating. It doesn't bother me at all unless the black race is downgraded by the black partner. Normally you see the black men doing this and it's very upsetting to me that they would think of a black woman in such a manner, especially when they have a black mother or a black sister. To me, that's like, how could you degrade where you come from? If one party is multiracial, does that change anything? No, I don't think it does. A perfect example is Meghan Markle, who just married Prince Harry. She is both black and white and doesn't identify herself as one race. Her box is always unchecked. I heard a story of her when she was young and she was very confused of who she was. And she was so upset that she went home and asked her dad, what was she? And he said, next time that happens, make your own box. Have you ever been in an interracial relationship? No, I have not. Is it by choice? Yes, it is. If you were to bring someone from another race home, what would your family's reaction be? Would there be whispers? When I was in school, I took interest in a white guy because he was interested in me. And so I entertained the fact and asked my parents, would it be okay if I brought a white guy over? Of course, my stepdad immediately says, don't you bring no white boy up in here. That was that. No thought of it ever again. So if today I decide to bring home a white guy to the family table, I think it would be okay. No whispers. Because now it's kind of like accepting. My siblings and younger cousins are mainly in interracial relationships or they have mixed kids. It's not much of a race thing. It's more like not having an understanding of one's culture. Me personally, I couldn't be in an interracial relationship because I know me and I know where I came from and what stumbles I may have in my life as a black woman, and I don't believe a person of another race can sympathize that with me. What would your reaction be if your son or daughter brought home someone of another race? To be honest, I would love for my boys to date a black woman, but the heart loves who it wants to love. Only our mind and what we see within our life or what we have heard in our lifetime sees race and not our hearts. I would definitely have a talk with them to see if that's really what they want and give them the stumbling blocks that may come their way. For example, like being called the N-word if her family is racist of some sort. Thank you, Model E from Ian Friends Podcast for participating in our survey. So now we have another guest. This is her first time on the show. Maddie. Um, Maddie, we are discussing interracial dating and relationships stemming from way back when, when it was illegal for whites and blacks to get married. So we're asking people this exact same eight questions, and we just want to see how the answers differ or if they do. So question one, when you hear the term racial integrity, what comes to mind? Um, if I 
break it down in vocabulary because that's where I stem from. I'm just thinking of um, making sure it's fairness, um, equality, racial integrity, um, holding up those values and those beliefs. And I mean, I'm thinking of it in a relationship standpoint that you have to be true to yourself and have that integrity and that feeling with another person. Okay. And when you hear the word interracial, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Black and white. That's what I hear. Okay. Now, do you agree with interracial dating or relationships? Why or why not? I do. I think love is love. And I think whoever you find that with, it's important to to pursue it and to be with the person that you want to be. I don't think that color or race or anything like that matters. What if one of the parties is multiracial? No, I think that's irrelevant. Okay. Have you ever been in an interracial relationship? I have not. Is that by choice? No, I think that, uh, I mean, for other reasons, I've been single for a while. And I think that if the right guy came along, it wouldn't matter what color he was. Um, I do know that my family may not agree with that, but I'm not opposed to it. Do you think that people dating outside of their race would benefit them by expanding their cultural understanding and fluency? Or do you think it would have an opposite effect? An example would be um, an Asian trying to be less Asian when he's around his uh, partner's family. I think in the world that we live in, um, we all need to be more understanding and be able to connect with people more. And I think that having interracial relationships would allow that. Um, Just in the world that we're living in, if you have that connection to someone, you might be able to understand their situation and understand what they've been through and understand the the things that they've dealt with. Um, I don't think anyone should have to pretend to be something they're not, but that's also an individual thing. Um, Like you said, like an Asian being less Asian, I think it's just, I I don't think that's right. I don't think you should change who you are, Um, but I think it could definitely lead to more understanding um, of a culture if you are with someone of that race. Mm -hmm. If you were to bring someone from another race home, and by home uh, to to meet your family, what what would their reaction be? Would there be any whispers? If so, what would the whispers be? I know there would absolutely be whispers. I mean, it's the day and age. My grandparents have said many things about bringing home other races that the races shouldn't mix and all these stupid like <laughs> ideas from ages ago that are just so outdated. But There would be um, on one side of my family, absolutely. The other side is more accepting and and wouldn't say anything. But I definitely would have some issues on one side of my family. Gotcha. What do you think about Black people being called sellouts for dating outside of their race? Um, I just think people have so many opinions about other people. (laughs) And I mean, I, I just think it's stupid. I think that People shouldn't be so worried about everyone else. Um, I don't think it should be about skin color. I think it should be about who makes you happy. Maybe that's just me being naive. I don't know. But I do see where people would say that. And I've seen that on the media. But 
I don't agree with it. I don't think that someone should be considered a sellout if they date out of their race. But I mean, a lot of people take that as a pride thing too, to be with the same race and to procreate with the same race and all that bullshit. So I don't know. Okay. And the last question is, do you have any other thoughts or views on interracial dating? Um, see, as my being a teacher as my profession, I just see the benefit and I think it's I really I mean it's the same thing as gay couples. I think it should not matter, but I also think that it could be beneficial to our kids and to the world to say that we're all like we could all be on the same level, we could all date whoever we want, we could all be with whoever we want because it shouldn't matter. Um I like that. That's I think that's my opinion. You're- I think as a teacher I see a lot of kids that if mommy and daddy were different races and they were able to see both sides, they might be more accepting of other kids because they, they have seen that before. Absolutely. The more, you know, the more you're, the more you grow. So those are the questions. And wait, hold up. Can we ask questions? I like to ask a question. Okay. We didn't ask anybody else questions. I've asked other people questions, even though you told me not to. Okay. Ask your question. <clears throat> oh, sorry. All right, come here's on. My, here's my question. Are you attracted to black men? I have been. I mean, I, I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't, right now I haven't, my problem is I've been focusing so much on my career. I'm not attracted to anyone because I'm so busy, <laughs> but. Well, I can dispel the rumor. We all don't have big dicks. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't think I think about that. I, I mean, I I have been before, but I also haven't been like put in a situation where, you know, someone was asking me to date them or, you know, I had to say, not do I really want to date a black man? That's not what I mean. But, you know, is this the one for me? Is this someone I want to be with? But um, yes, I've thought black guys are cute. I mean, who doesn't have any? Has anyone ever watched Criminal Minds? Like, I, come on. I don't I don't think <laughs> they're cute. Personally, you do. that's just me. Do. I, I don't think black men you are do. cute. <laughs> yeah, so is that it? That's it. I'm done. That's it. You're about to be famous, Maddie. Thanks a oh, lot. Yeah, babe. Thanks. Girl, thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. And while we attempt to get our next caller on the line, we're going to hear from another member of our Pattern family. CJ, a.k.a. CEO Hayes, with a sexy voice, from Awakened Soul Podcast. Man, you really trying to get beat tonight, ain't you? No. Okay. I'm just saying the facts. You can follow CJ on Twitter at CEO Hayes, and that's H-A-I-Z-E. You can also follow the Awakened Soul Podcast, and that's at Awakened Soul Pod. And also check out his website, theawakensoulpod.com. Hello, I'm CEO Hayes of the Awakened Soul Podcast, and I was asked um, to answer a series of questions about interracial dating and marriage. The first question, when you hear the term racial integrity, what comes to mind? Well, for me personally, um, the first thing that comes to mind is the Racial Integrity Act. And that was one in which I believe, and I'm not quoting anything directly, this is all off the top of my head. I believe it was to prevent um, the mixing of the races and laws were passed against uh, interracial marriage. The next question, when you hear the word interracial, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Well, Interracial, I, I think of that, uh, the mixing of races, 
Um, me personally, as a product of an interracial marriage, uh, that that that's a word that I was I, I heard a lot growing up. So, you know, that's the first thing that comes to my mind is, is the mixing of races. Next question. Do you agree with interracial dating relationships? Why or why not? Listen, I I this is this is my opinion on it. I have nothing against interracial relationships at all. I think that it's it's kind of asinine um, to think that of all the people in the world, uh, if, if we believe in love, that the person you're destined to love, the person you're destined to be with, if if we even believe in destiny as well, has to be of the same race as you, has to look like you. Uh, so, I, yes, I, I completely agree in interracial relationships. Um, if one party is multiracial, does that change anything? No, that doesn't change anything for me at all. Have you ever been in an interracial relationship? I won't say ever been in a serious interracial relationship. Of course, being in high school or something, I was. But um, yeah, I, I well, I guess because I'm multiracial, I guess that would could be considered yes. But no, I've never been in a in a multi uh, or interracial relationship. If no, is it by choice? No. I, I, again, it's, it just happenstance. I have not I don't have a single thing against interracial relationships. Next question. Do you think people dating outside of the race would benefit by expanding their cultural understanding and fluency? Or do you think it having the opposite effect? Um, here's the thing is that I think to to expand the cultural understanding is it's not a thing of dating. Uh, I, I wouldn't lay that just at the feet of dating outside your race because it's completely possible you can date outside your race and kind of your culture overwhelms or overtakes that person's and you kind of bring them into yours without really learning. So I think that to really expand that knowledge, uh, you have to be willing to just be open um, to learning in general, not just through dating in general. So I don't think that it necessarily benefits. I don't think it has the opposite effect either. Um, I think that it all comes down to the specific people and uh, and just their openness to to experience other cultures. Me personally, um, because I did not grow up in the States, I actually grew up in Europe, Italy and Germany. Uh, I was always taught to to embrace and learn and 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 engage yourself in other cultures and uh and season yourself that way. So yeah, it, 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 it can, I'm not saying it can't, uh, but I don't think that it has the opposite effect either. Next question. If you were to bring someone from another race home, what would your family's reaction be? Would there be whispers? If so, what would they be again? Because I come from a interracial um, marriage. I, my family wouldn't think any type of way about it at all. It's actually pretty commonplace in my family. Um, and not just white, black, I mean, multitude of races, Mexican, uh, Indian. Uh, yeah, we, we have uh, Hawaiian, Hawaiian, I have Atha, Hawaiian. So yeah, we, we are just a melting pot anyway. So no, it, it wouldn't be frowned upon at all. Next question. What do you think about black folks being called sellouts? Here's, this is one of the things that I have the most probably to say on. And that is that, <laughs> Anyone and, and, you know, the Donald Glover thing comes to mind, of course, but dating outside your race doesn't make you any less woke. It doesn't make you any less representative representative of your race, because at the end of the day, you still have the experiences that 
you grew up with. You still experience that. You still have the experiences of a black man. So for people to say that somehow that makes you a sellout if you dated a white woman is is really idiotic, in my opinion, because what does that change? Does that make you any less able to talk about the struggles of the black man or the black woman if you dated a white man? No, it doesn't. Now, when we think about that term sellout, I would say when when some people date the other race as a way to put down the opposite sex within their own race. That's a whole different level to it. And that is an issue um, for some. I don't, I'm not going to say everyone can never, every, no one can be all painted with that sh- broad stroke. But for the black men or the black women that date a white man or a white woman as a as a as a sense of validity, it, it validates them, it validates their status, it validates them making it in a sense um, there's there's more of a mental issue there or the or or the people who say the black men or black women who say, oh, black women aren't good enough for me. I'm going to date a white woman that that that's that, that is an issue, in my opinion, because at the end of the day, I believe you love who you love, but you don't have to put down anyone else um, to 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 support or to or to give you or to um, validate who you decide to love. If you just happen to fall in love with a white person, then okay, so be it. Don't put down black women because of it and vice versa. So I don't, I don't appreciate the term sellout just being a blanketed statement that's placed on specifically. I I find it with black men. Well, no, you know, I'll be fair. It's placed on both black men and black women um, for dating the opposite race. No, but there are some that not necessarily sell out, but who put down the opposite sex of the same race just because um, of their preferences. And that that's a thing that's that's just terrible. Um, As far as any other thoughts, I would say this, like, I think that as far as when as it comes with interracial relationships, like I said, you love who you love and. As long as you know why you're with that person and as long as you're in it for the right reasons, then love that person. Who gives a damn with anybody else got it, has to say about it? Fuck that. Um, and, and for the ones who try to point out that you are no longer a representative of your culture because you decide to date out of that. I would really, you know, just call out for those people to really think about what the hell they're saying, because it just it doesn't make any sense. But those are my thoughts. Um, Again, I'm CEO Hayes, a.k.a. CJ from the Awakened Soul podcast. Uh, Let me know what you guys think. Thank you, CEO Hayes, a.k.a. CJ. And check out his podcast, the Awakened Soul podcast. So we have another guest with us on the phone, and we're going to ask her the same questions that we have asked everybody else. So, uh, Becky, okay. would you like to ask the first question? Okay, I'm ready. When you hear the term racial integrity, what comes to mind? That you should keep the integrity of your race. That race, that the races should um, not intermingle. All right. Awesome. That's what it sounds like. When you hear the word interracial, what is the first thing that comes to mind? That you have, um, you're multicultural, you have um, interracial, means you, um, basically interracial marriages, 
this is what I think of. Like, you know, you're two different races coming together. Uh, yeah, multiple races. All right. Do you agree? Um, Do you agree with interracial dating or relationships? Why or why not? I do not agree with interracial relationships or dating because I believe in maintaining your racial integrity in order to maintain your um, a culture's history, integrity, lineage, and to ensure that the race can progress and move on and preserve the history and values that that race embodies, that you should keep basically dating and marriage within the confines of your your race. Mm. I mean, even the Bible said that you should marry somebody equally yoked. How can, you know, um, um, Randy from the block and Becky with the good hair get together and maintain the culture of each of their races? Hmm. How are they equally yoked? So have you ever been in an interracial relationship? I have not because I have a daddy who would not like the white man to come to the house. So is it by <laughs> choice? It, it, it is by choice. I've never found white men attractive, to be honest. And I feel like they have... Pink birds. They have pink what? what? Pink penises. Pink penises. I just, I feel like they have pink penises. So. I went to high school with white boys and I just feel like, they, I, I just think it's disgusting. Like I, I've never, never been attracted. I think they're cool or whatever, but it just, there's nothing about a white guy or an Asian guy or a Hispanic guy that was ever attracted to me. Okay, I hate to jump off the list of questions because I I haven't done this and has a few times. However, I I do want to know about this pink penis theory. Would that make the penis feel any different? I mean, I don't even want to find out. I don't want to risk that. I don't want want to be tainted. Um, Do you think people dating outside of their race would benefit by expanding their cultural understanding and fluency? Or do you think it would have the opposite effect? Why they can't read a book? Why dating somebody from another race or expand your cultural experience and knowledge and whatever when you can read a book, befriend people from other cultures, and, you know, you don't have to be married. You don't have to be laying on side of somebody to understand, you know, why they got their hair braided up or why we, you know, like collard greens and, and yams or why you know we side eye each other when we're in a room full of white people why are we looking at the exits you you need to you read a book learn your history you need to be laying up on side somebody to figure that out hmm. uh if you were to bring someone from another race home to meet the daddy what would mm-hmm. your family's reaction be would there be whispers if so what would they be i think my i think my father's response would be why you had to go in somebody else's backyard when you got a whole bunch of pickings in your own yard? Um, in other words, what is it about this person of another race that, and, and let me just be more specific. It would be a white person because I'm, I'm black. So it would be somebody, a, a white guy, if I were to bring home that my daddy would basically be like, why? Because, I mean, they're blue-eyed devils, they're manipulative, they will, they, they, white people are just very, I just, I'm trying to be nice here. 
but they manipulate. They don't care who they step on to get ahead. They don't um, have have this total disregard for hard work. It's all about who you know. It's it's not about what you know. It's about how you look. It's about how they can use you later on. So why would I bring home somebody who, who for generations, whose family, whose friends would look down on me, potentially, because they look down their ancestors. Everybody looked down on my ancestors. Hmm. Why would I want to incorporate somebody in my life that would, who for so long thought that I was beneath them, who thought that, you know, we were to be enslaved? So I, I just, I, I don't, I don't know. Let me ask you this. Um, if you had children and your one of your children were to bring home someone of the opposite race or another race, what would your reaction be? Man, I mean, <clears throat> I'm going to be like, y'all, you need to go ahead with it. Why? Why this guy? Your daddy doesn't look like that guy. Is something wrong with your dad? Is something wrong with your grandpa? Like, what's wrong with them? Like, what is it in this person that you see that you, you didn't grow up with that? I mean, I, I and, you know, I can't really say for certain, you know, I might have a change of heart. But, I mean, I probably wasn't out, you know, and I probably wasn't feeling that way before Trump got in office with his ignorant ass. I, I mean, he just, I mean, my whole mindset is just torn apart since he's been in there doing ratchet shit. He could, and it just, you know, when the fish, when the head of the fish is rotten, the whole fish is rotten. So how the leader of the free world doing whatever it is that he want to do. Now, white people, everybody thinks they just talk to people any kind of way. They can just do whatever they want to do and say what they want to say. And I'm going to just be okay with my kid bringing the white man home, the man with his foot on our neck. I'm going to be okay with, with, with that bringing, bringing that home. I don't think so. They infiltrate, and that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get into our culture. They're trying to take over and learn as much as they can learn to use it against us. That's why back in the day when we were slaves, they didn't want us to learn how to read. Because we are the, we excel. And they knew that we were stronger than them back then. We were better than them back then. And they knew that if we had just a little bit know-how, that we would have did what we did, the Underground Railroad, and figured a way out of bondage, we would have did that far sooner. But they knew that. We had civilizations before Christopher Columbus founded something that wasn't lost. The natives were here. People of color, natives, were here. But Christopher Columbus, they came over here, he, he get a holiday because he founded America. That's bullshit. He ain't found nothing. He found some Indians here who showed him how to cook and, 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 and chuck corn and all that. That's what he found. But that's what white people do. They take over. They come in, they take over, and now they're trying to take over our culture. They're trying to infiltrate and using that against us. You ain't saw Childish Gambino video? That's it right there. So what do you think about black folks being called sellouts? What do I think about what? Black folks being called sellouts. For dating outside of their race. Black girls being called sellouts. Black folks. <sighs> well, you know, not really giving that much thought, to be honest. Um, Perfect example well, would no, be you know, who I you mean, just I'm, named. Childish Gambino. He's married to a white woman. Is that right? Uh-huh. And people are calling him a sellout right now because he just released This Is America and that right. song was supposed to be woke, and people are finding out that he's married to a white woman. Or um, I don't believe with. he's married to a white woman. He he's definitely involved with one. I don't know if they're married or not. 
Turner can't be no married to a white woman? Well, guess what? That is news flash to me, and I am not listening to that song no more. He just runs credibility. You married to the enemy. Hmm. Now, 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 yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, I, I just, I'm, I, yeah, no. Seems like we caught you off guard with that one. Um, yes, you did. Like I'm, I'm sitting here, like I'm, I'm about to Google this because I need to know who this lady is. Because I mean, how are you? How I, you forced when you married outside of your race, you forfeited the right to try and defend why and why and why black folks are treated the way they're treated and and how we are to react to that mistreatment. You forfeit the right to even say anything. Hmm. Because the what you married to, what you lay next to every day is the reason. That is an interesting perspective. Um, so do you have any other thoughts on interracial dating as a whole or marriage? I think that people, you know, you could be friends with people. You can go out. We could take shots. Hell, we could hopscotch, play jack, jump rope. We can sports together. We can go to each other's weddings. We just can't marry each other. But what is it? I don't see any value that it adds to the culture. I don't see what value it'll add to individuals' lives. I don't see the value it would add to America. Very interesting perspective. So I do thank you for answering these questions. Now I want to keep you on the line for a second. Because okay. listening to um, some of the things you said, they they really struck a chord with me because in growing up in an all black community, I now mind you, my mother, she is white. My father's black, but I did grow mm-hmm. up in an all black community, went to all black mm-hmm. schools for the most part. And as a child, all of my friends were black and they all shared the same sentiment towards white people. And they they didn't have an opportunity to really interact with very many white people. And Anne, um, today she she did share with us her childhood was pretty much the same. She didn't interact with a lot of white folks. So do you think that possibly if you were to interact more with them, even as an adult, uh, do you think that would change any of your views? No, the reason why my views are that way is because I've interacted with them for so long. Oh, I went to I went to school with them. I worked with them, and I I just saw a lady at my job um get a director position with an associate degree and two years experience over a lady with a bachelor's degree and seventeen years experience in that particular field. The job description was posted and then taken down to match with the lady with less experience had. Now, would you happen to know that the lady with less experience was a white woman and the lady with the most experience was the black lady? And they took, took the post down and reduced the qualifications and this lady has it. And do you know that she's been in the job two weeks and last week she told the boss that she wished she hadn't taken that job because it was hard? Hmm. So is Pink Dick. So is, that's right. <laughs> if they even get hard. I can't with you. I still have my doubts about it. <laughs> I can't, but I do thank you so much for sharing your um for sharing your answers to these questions. We've asked multiple thank people you. the same questions, and we're gonna mash them all together and just kind of paint a paint a picture here with so many different views. So we do thank all you. All right, well, no problem. We're kind of forever. Okay, so we have on the line 
with us. One of our homies from around the way. Y'all might remember him from the rape episode. My buddy, my buddy, my pal. Ty. And Ty, we are calling um, multiple people, talking to multiple people about interracial dating. So we want to ask you a series of eight questions. But first, uh, we haven't asked anyone else this, but since you are our unicorn, what, <laughs> what, what's your ethnicity? Um, um, Asian, uh, Vietnamese, to be exact. All right. All right. Question one. When you hear the term racial integrity, what comes to mind? Racial integrity. I guess uh, being authentic to to your race or or to your culture. I guess um, I, I, I'm unsure. I've never even heard what racial integrity is. Okay. To be honest, when you hear the word interracial, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Dating. Do you agree with interracial dating or relationships? Why or why not? Oh, I. I Definitely agree with interracial dating. Well, hmm, man, uh, that that I I don't think I've ever met anyone who was against interracial dating. So that's <laughs> so that's so that's a tough a, a tough question. Why do you agree with it? I agree with it because it's the it's the progressive mindset. I don't think people should be restricted on. Uh, uh, on who they should be allowed to date and on uh, on top of the fact that you know you're not trying to be a racist or a bigot or or, or anything like that um it's going to open up your I mean your viewpoints to other cultures so I'm definitely pro I'm positive on that uh, aspect have you ever been in an interracial relationship yes uh my long-term ex-girlfriend <laughs> was um she was hispanic was your experience in an interracial relationship noticeably different than a relationship with someone of the same race yes it was definitely different uh i mean at first it's definitely a lot more exciting because like you're because i was introduced to so many so, so like different foods i was introduced to to just like when i was welcomed into the family they they you know they had different traditions and and, and stuff like that so i was i mean it was pretty cool and pretty exciting do you think people dating outside of their race would benefit from expanding their cultural understanding and fluency or do you think it would have an opposite effect such as uh a Black folks trying to be less ethnic when they're with their partner's family. Oh wow! Um, I think it's it, it would be simply put, yes, it is a total benefit. All right. If you were to bring someone from another race home to meet mom and dad, what would your family's reaction be? Would there be whispers? If so, what would they be? Hmm. To be honest, I think they would be a little shocked. A little shocked, but 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 I think they'll quickly get over it. <laughs> um, just well, well, well. Part of my reason for for saying that is because they might be a uh, there might be a, a language barrier, and so there wouldn't yep. be whispers. They would just talk in their own language in front of the other person. What would your be- reaction be if your son or daughter brought home someone of another race? I would 
I would high five the kid for 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 bringing any chick home. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> high five. That dude I don't care bringing any chick home. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about black folks being called sellouts? Oh hell no! Hell, hell uh, for so, so so basically for dating a white girl, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No, no, I I I uh, I don't uh, I don't think I agree with that at all. No, uh, I I think it's a two way street. You know, I don't uh, I I wouldn't mind if my son or if my daughter dated a black girl. I don't I, I don't think that. You know, I would expect the same from the other side, if you understand where mm-hmm. I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. Do you have any other thoughts on interracial dating or marriage? Go out and get the poon, you know? <laughs> For real, though? <laughs> get it, it all. Matter, it doesn't matter what color you are. <laughs> in, my, look, in my perspective, you know, I, I, race matters a lot in relationships. In, in in terms that you know you might experience cultural differences and it might clash for 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 a while, but I think if it's meant to be and if you work hard through those differences, I think there's a lot to benefit from it. Okay, I have just, a question. Just I just mm-hmm. want to follow up real quick, basically to our listeners, what Ty is saying is it's all pink on the inside. For real though, unless they got a disease. <laughs> That's real nasty. Anyway, I have a question. <laughs> Tie you down with the swirl? Wait, what? Are you down with the swirl? What What the hell is the swirl? <laughs> Would you date a black girl? Yes, I have dated two black okay, women. Okay, so, let so let's follow that up Ooh, with... Oh, he said black women. women. Shut yeah. your ass look, up, black wait, women. So... Um, look, I would like to give you a little bit of homework, Ty. Uh, What's that? Racial integrity. Not many people have heard that term used. And I just learned about it um, yesterday. Google the Racial Integrity Act. And there were a set of laws in Virginia and 16 other states that they had laws to keep races pure, basically. So that's fun. Damn. Is that what it means? Mm-hmm. Yes, but not many people have heard it referred referred to as such. So, so I wasn't even close. <laughs> but you know, but you know what's crazy though? Your answer was very close to an answer that someone else gave. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, which is why we're polling. So, thank you for your participation, and we are still working on that Greek letter organization episode that we are going to see you on. All right, guys. Y'all have a good one. You too. Peace out. I'll be calling. All right. Peace. (laughs) Peace. All right. And now we are going to mix it up just a little bit. We have an interracial married couple and they're interviewing together. Let's hear from Paul and Diane. They were prior guests of the show. When you hear the term racial integrity, what comes to mind? I think of white supremacy, Hitler, and all of his racial experiments. When I hear racial integrity, I think of eugenics, sort of like what the Nazis 
tried to put in place. When you hear the word interracial, what is the first thing that comes to mind? I think of beautiful people and rich culture. I think of people of different races and cultures being in a relationship together. Do you agree with interracial dating? Why or why not? Yes, I agree with interracial dating. I don't see any issue with it. Um, I think it's a wonderful thing that you can see past a person's race and heritage and just see the person for who they are and love them. If one party is multiracial, does that change everything? No, I don't think it matters. I do agree with interracial dating. One, I am a product of interracial dating. Two, my wife is Filipino and I'm black. And if one party is multiracial, I don't think that changes anything for those involved in the relationship. I think it mainly is an issue, just like interracial dating, for people outside of the relationship who, for whatever reason, don't approve of someone else's lifestyle. Have you ever been in an interracial relationship? Yes, I've been in interracial relationships. Um, The experience was... Yeah, the experience is noticeably different when you're in a same uh, in a relationship with someone of the same culture. Um, no one seems to question if you're together, uh, but when you're dating someone outside of your race or your culture, um, you get looks and curiosity and inappropriate questions. I have been in an interracial relationship, and that person is my wife. That's the only interracial relationship I've been in, and I am very happy. I don't care what other people say or think. I remember the experiences my father had uh, to endure a lot of funny stares and looks because I'm black and he's white and um, it didn't bother him. So it doesn't bother me. It is noticeably different than being in the same you know, race relationship, not because of the relationship between me and my partner, but as for the looks you get and the treatment you get from other people who seem to not approve of your interracial relationship. That's the extent of how different it is to me. Do you think people dating outside of their race would benefit by expanding their cultural understanding and fluency? Or do you think it'll have the opposite effect? Like, quote, Black folks trying to be less ethnic? I think it's a great thing to be interested in your partner's culture. Um, It shows that you're open-minded and you're willing to learn about the, your your partner's family, uh, where they come from, and what probably influences how they see the world. I think they would benefit, but I think that's only pretty much mainly reserved for people who are of another ethnicity as opposed to just like in America, I'm black, you're white. You know, if you're, say, in my case, again, I'm black, my wife is Filipino. And if I didn't bother to get to know anything about her culture or or anything like that, then um, it just kind of seemed like I didn't care. Ultimately, that's not our relationship dynamic, but I can see how it may be for someone else if they didn't seem to care about their partner's culture and their family histories and, and, and their traditions. If you were to bring someone from another race home, what would your family's reaction be? Would there be whispers? If so, what would they be? If I brought someone, well, I have brought someone from another race home and there weren't necessarily whispers, um, but there were some inappropriate comments and jokes made that were really off color. Um, Is he from Jamaica because he had dreads? Um, It's just really uncomfortable sometimes when you bring home someone from a different race back to your family. What would be your reaction if your son or daughter brought home someone of another race? It would not be an issue to me at all. My family wouldn't have a problem with it because, like I stated previously, I am the product of an interracial relationship. And if my family did have a problem with it, which, once again, I'll say they won't, it wouldn't matter to me because it's my life and my relationship. And if my children brought home someone of of a different race, you know, I, I figure I'd be a fool or a hypocrite if I had an issue with it. 
because they're the products of a multiracial background. So I wouldn't have a problem with my children dating outside their race either. What do you think about black folks being called sellouts? I think it's ridiculous um, to be called to be considered a sellout because you're dating someone outside of the the black race. Um, I think you're supposed to look for a partner who matches the values that you want, who you can get along with. And I don't think that race is even should even be an issue. I think it's ridiculous to me. It just seems like another example of how so many black folk tend to paint themselves into a corner or put themselves in a specific, you know, uh, situation where they don't have full control over their wants and they, what they desire out of life. If you keep worrying about what someone else thinks about what you do, then you're probably never going to find happiness. I don't consider what other people think, especially uh, other black folks, for example, um, about my relationship choices and um, my personal life. Number eight, any other thoughts? I just feel people need to mind their business. It's 2018. If people are still struggling with interracial relationships, then I feel as though they must have some voids in their own personal life that they need to address. I don't see why you would be so angry about another person's choice of relationship, especially in this day and age. I thought we were supposed to progress, not go backwards. And now we're going to hear from Jaden, the great Jaden. Jaden is the host of the Unapologetic podcast, and you can follow him on Twitter at the great Jaden, J-A-Y-D-E-N. And you can follow the Unapologetic podcast at Unapologetic, spelled with a K, pod. When I think of racial integrity, I think of, are you truly and honestly the race that you claim to be? Um, are you claiming to be black or are you actually black? I think of Rachel Dolezal and her you know, Netflix special. She claims to be black, but she's really white. And the question is, do you have any black in you? Do you have any black ancestors or do you just like the black culture? So you claim to be black. When I hear their word interracial, I think of mixing of races. I automatically think of a black person and a white person having a baby because that's what I see most and when I think of interracial couples, if I agree with interracial dating or relationships is a kind of interesting question, because I don't think that whether I agree with it or not really matters because people are going to do what they want to do. I personally don't care. I feel like as long as you love that person, that person loves you and they respect you. That's all that matters. I don't care if you're black, white, mixed. Indian, Asian, whatever your race is, do you? And just spread love. That's what the world needs more of. I personally have never been in an interracial relationship. Um, not that I'm opposed to it personally, but I just haven't been presented, uh, you know, by somebody outside of my race that's been interested in dating me. Maybe because I don't put myself out there like that, but. I would be not opposed to it. I, I would I would um, be a little more hesitant to do it only because different cultures have different ideas of respect and different cultures have different views on what dating should encompass. So that'll be interesting to date somebody outside of my race. 
The next question is, do you think people outside of your race will benefit by expanding their cultural understanding and fluency? I definitely think so. I think that people would understand others outside of their race a little more. Sometimes people automatically expand people automatically think that a certain person is disrespectful just because of the way that they talk but that just might be what they're used to when they're around people in their race um especially with food i think that's the big thing i would love to date somebody that's from the other side of the globe just so i can learn some new recipes truth be told (laughs) if i were to bring somebody home that was a different race my family's reaction at this point they wouldn't care they would just be like oh okay cool not a big deal if i were to god forbid have a child and that person brought somebody home with another race i wouldn't care either as long as that person is truly loves you that's all that matters what do i think about black folks being called sellouts well people are gonna have their opinions and you just got to work through that. I think a lot of people are quick to name call, especially when there is an insecurity within themselves. And that is oftentimes what causes people to have these strong, rude opinions about others and who they date. Thank you, Jaden, for participating in our survey. Yeah, I want to shout out my girl, Nikki, my boy, Ty, and my girl Maddie for giving us the 411, letting us into the mind, well, the crazy minds. Thank you. Woohoo! Yeah. yeah. And Dan would like to shout out CJ over from the Awakened Soul podcast. Awakened Soul. Awakened Soul. You can follow him on Twitter. You can, uh, he's at CEO. Hayes, H-A-I-Z-E, or you can follow his podcast, The Awakened Soul, at Awakened Soul Pod. Shout out to Model E from E and Friends Podcast. You can follow E over here uh Twitter at Erica Jones with a Z. Yeah, you heard what is Z? Jones. And shout out to Jaden Hollywood, the great Jaden from the Unapologetic Podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at the great Jaden, or you can holla at him unapologetic pod at unapologetic with a K pod. Ask an attorney, 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 Lucky in California knows how to party. California knows how to party. Um, I am one of three shift managers at my company, and the other two shift managers were hired after me, but make $2.20 more per hour than I do. They're both males, and our job, responsibilities, and hours are identical. My company frowns on employees discussing pay, and I don't really want to get to go to management because it may result in one or all of us losing our jobs for an unrelated, in quotes, reason. Is there anything I can do? How can I prove that our pay is based off of our genders? All right, Lucky, you have a very steep 
hill to climb. First though, you need to find out if there are other factors that weigh into how much they are being paid as opposed to what you're being paid. Look at their educational levels. If they're, they have degrees that you don't, if they have certifications that you don't, but also if they've had experience longer than you have at other companies, right? that may play a factor as well. So having said that, if all else is equal, once again, you have a very steep hill to climb because it's almost, almost, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's almost to prove, almost impossible to prove that. And one of the only ways that you probably can prove that is by filing a complaint with EOC Now, the problem with doing that is after the fact, you may lose your job, but then you may have a lawsuit as far as that's concerned if they fire you for unrelated, unrelated reasons. Let me jump in. So So the inconvenience, we talked about this in previous episodes, just with people going to jail, the interruption. So she may have a lawsuit. She's out of a job. So while she's waiting to see what's going on with her lawsuit, Mm -hmm. She ain't making no money. Right. Well, she has to find another job. Right. And most people don't want to have to go through that. And that's exactly why. That's exactly why companies are good with doing stuff like this. And as far as pay secrecy policies, for the most part, pay secrecy policies are illegal. So having said that, it is illegal for your company to tell you, don't talk about how much you make. The she ne- said it was frowned upon. Right. So they, it's, it may not be explicitly written down, but implicitly they're telling you, don't talk about how much you make. And the reason why they're doing that is because of situations like this. But like I said, pay secrecy policies are illegal under federal law. But you may not be covered because you're in supervision. And as far as the National Labor Relations Act goes, you're dis- you're an exception to the rule if you're in supervision. So mm, they might have just fucked you, uh, <laughs> lucky. You ain't so lucky. Right? Exactly. Right. But if you're feel if you're feeling lucky, punk. No. E E O C. Right. File a complaint with EOC. Well, why go straight to EOC? Why not? I mean, if you're going to do that, I know you said you don't want to approach management because you may lose your job. You may lose your job if you approach the EEOC. So why not go to management first? Well, if she feels comfortable, if she can find somebody who is sympathetic to her plight, she may be able to go to them and find out who knows what the policies at work are as far as employee complaints goes. So she may want to follow that policy first before jumping straight to EOC. But all else fails. If you are unhappy in your job and you can find another one. Lucky. If you now, I mean, we've been talking about race this whole time. If you are white, shoot the place up. <laughs> you ain't going to jail. <laughs> Well, you might go to jail, but dang, you, you'll be out in 20 years and you can make a lot of money in jail making license places and stuff. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. So this has been another episode of Black Law and Legalize. Again, we would like to thank all of our contributors. Thank you. Thank we you. We really mm-hmm. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And 
Uh, go back and listen to how the the answers differ for each person. It, there were some real interesting uh, answers, and I think we know a racist too. But um, mm. that's here nor there. We we do. Yeah, I you know several actually. Follow the show on Twitter at Black Law Podcast. You can follow me personally. I am Dan on Drugs. You can email us blacklawpodcast at gmail dot com. And I am Just Ann, and you can follow me on Twitter at I Tell Legal Lies. And I'm Afro Becky. Oh, Becky. Yeah. Um, AJ. AJ has made it his mission. Okay. To find out who you are. Mm. Why? He knows who I am. I'm Afro Becky. No, he has made it his mission to find out your identity. He remembers when you were anonymous. Oh. Mm. Yeah. So, um, dun, dun, he gonna dun, be dun. listening for key little things here and there. Uh, would you like to throw him a bone? Nah, it's yeah. his mission. Ah, ah, <laughs> ah. Like I ain't said, helping him no way. Like you said, should, should you choose to accept it? Peace out. <laughs>